listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. to the weekend the sugar bowl here as well just saw mark ingram is going to be the sideline reporter for the crimson tide on that how about that uh your saints getting ready to take on the eagles that is coming up on sunday new year's day noon coach sirianni over there with philadelphia when asked about is jalen hurts going to start uh, sorting through that Still trying to figure it out. Playing coy, Nick Sirianni. That was two hours ago. Jeff McLean tweeting that. Covers the Eagles. For the Inquirer. So while they're still sorting that, we do know for sure that it's... Uh, Alvin Kamara and the Saints. Same offense, perhaps. Now, he hadn't practiced the last couple days. Nick Underhill, New Orleans Football. Dot com says, nothing to worry about. Although he hasn't been practicing personal reasons for that. And I know some people were discussing yesterday Alvin Kamara, his Instagram going dark, like black, blank. There was absolutely nothing there. So he says nothing to worry about. I'm good with it, right, from that standpoint, as Nick is absolutely plugged in. Hello, everybody. It's Gus Kattengill. It is Friday, December 30th. As we said, tomorrow, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day on Sunday, Got lots of college football bowl games going on. Bunch of them yesterday as well. Um, some interesting, I guess, finishes in some games here as well. Arkansas being one. Oh, Miss. Yeesh. Um, but we can talk about all of that if you'd like here as well. And then, of course, tonight is another sellout for your New Orleans Pelicans as they take on the Philadelphia 76ers. Philly 20 and 13, New Orleans 22 and 12. Brandon Ingram spoke yesterday. We will hear more what he had to say. Um, about where he's at and how close is he? A quick tease. It's hard to tell, you know. Some days I feel really, really good and recovery is bad. Um, some days recovery is good, so whenever uh, I feel 100%, um, I'll give it a go, but it's hard to say right now. Okay, so that's something that uh, we will discuss and talk about here as well as, again, your Pelicans uh, have played well, right, and have had a a nice season so far without Brandon Ingram playing in 15 games now, right? This will be game 16. And in that stretch, it's remarkable 
when you think about it. 11-4 in those games. Last year, Brandon Ingram didn't play. It's an L. Now, granted, most of those games was without C.J. McCollum. Him coming to the team has helped that as well. And then, obviously, you see a lot of the you know bench players, reserve players, kind of step up to that next level. Will Green touched a little bit about that as well. To where you had, what, seven different players lead the Pelicans in scoring on a given night this season. Which is pretty remarkable when you think about it. In that the Pels have played, you know, what, 34 games. So that's, uh, that's, that's pretty good. And that it's not dependent on a player or so. And then, of course, we're coming off of the monster superstar game that Zion Williamson had just two nights ago. So... Look, lots of attention going to the <clears throat> first place Pels. That's right. That's right. Two straight days. How about that? Two straight mornings you can wake up in your New Orleans Pelicans at 12.04 this December 30th in first place still of the Western Conference. So uh, that's awesome. It's awesome to see. Denver, same record as the Pels, but by the fact they lost to New Orleans here in New Orleans, they're second. Memphis is third, a game back. Clippers two and a half back. Dallas now at five, three back. The Suns, three back as they drop to six. Remember, they'll be without Booker for at least a month. He's not being reevaluated for his growing injury until four weeks. So they're going to be struggling, I think, to be in that play-in situation just based on that. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not saying that CP can't carry it. But Devin Booker is a huge loss for them, and I don't see that kind of bench that could provide the scoring night in and night out. I don't know, but I think that's going to be the key here moving forward as we turn to the new calendar year. It's kind of one of our questions of the day here as well in terms of New Year's resolutions, right, for those two teams, Saints and Pels. But also, when you look at the Pelicans, I kind of hinted at it yesterday. You're going to see a lot more just preparing you, and you're going to hear a lot more coming in January. Do the Pels need to make a trade? Who's available? Who should the Pels go and get? Who should the Pels trade? All, all of that stuff. Just warning you now. I've had discussions already this morning with some people um, asking me about it. Um, that they're hearing things. So, and not from here. Just, uh, I think, outside, people are wondering, what will the Pels do? What should the Pels do? You know my take on it. We, we talked about it yesterday. I, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I've only had eight games with a healthy roster. I've only had ten games of Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, and Zion Williamson. What exactly am I trading for? Well, Gus, we need more scoring, okay? But if Brandon Ingram comes back and he's playing and he's healthy, then guys like Trey Murphy or you know other uh, Jose Alvarado, that uh, you know, guys that have started that won't be starting, well, that's your bench, right? I mean, remember... Beginning of the season and in the offseason, I said, I thought Trey Murphy was going to be the key between a six and a four seed for this team because of, of that specifically. Is he a guy that can give you big points, scoring, three-point shooting, off the bench in a reserve role, sort of that six-man, that, that first guy off the bench and that score that can do that? I absolutely think so. So what are you trading for? Oh, we need a guard. Okay, well, Zion is showing when he has the ball in his hands, he creates a lot for himself and everyone else. So, or if we go get, quote-unquote, a traditional point guard, are you taking away what's made Zion, I think, take that step this year? All right, I mean, let's just go back to the game on Wednesday. Um, it was what C.J. McCollum said. Remember what he said? 
the play calling was really extensive, get the bleep out the way. Well, if I go get a quote-unquote traditional point guard, what's that happen? So, look, I get it. I mean, there's maybe some players on this roster you can go, you can go get upgrades for, things of that nature. I also, as I said yesterday, worry about the chemistry. You have a locker room that likes each other, trusts each other, roots for each other. And I'm just going to kind of go back on what David Griffin said last year. Lots of people calling around the trade deadline for Billy Hernan Gomez, Jackson Hayes, a couple of other players, players that weren't playing. And he said those guys were untouchable in May, if you remember, in the exit interview because of what they brought to the team. So I'm just prepping you because I, in the last two days, I'm seeing it, I'm seeing the reports, I'm getting texts and phone calls. Hey, what have you heard about? I'm like, I, I, I haven't heard anything. So, it, and we're in new territory. We're in absolute new territory when it comes to the Pelicans. They're in first place. So it's that itch, perhaps that desire, or, you know, hey, hey can we compete for a title? Do you have to make moves? I, I, you know, I get that. All that comes when you're a team that maybe can do all of that. I'm just also sitting here going, despite all of that, you're in first place on December 30th. I'm not touching anything because I don't know what else I still have. And, and actually, what I know I do have is a team that can find ways to win, has won, and is competitive night in and night out without my best players being healthy and playing on the same court. And that's why it was important. I, I reached out to Graf. He knows how to find those stats quicker than I do. 11 different starting five combinations in 34 games for the Pelicans. They're in first place. But I was like, okay, well, what about the other team in the East? Boston. Nine. Starting five combinations. They're 26 and 10. So, you know, again, I think if you're a team that's in a second-round team that, you know, hasn't gotten out of the conference finals in two straight years, I- I'm all in favor of a bringing that, that next piece. I don't even know what that next piece is right now because you don't know what your team is, comma. But I know this current team is in first place right now. So... Yeah, but they think they to get that next step, Gus. Get that now. Well, what is it? What what is it? What what is that next piece? I mean, I'm watching Zion by the week grow, and I'm I'm I still haven't seen really my bench fully intact as a bench because I think it could be a difference maker. I don't know many teams that are that deep. If you get your starting five healthy, and Trey and Dyson and Jose. You know, throwing Devontae and Larry Nance and all those guys are coming off of the bench. They're going to be fresher because they're not playing starter minutes. And and that's essentially a starting unit because they've started this year. So, I, again, I'm just warning you, it, it's coming. And people are going to start talking about it a lot more nationally uh, on on the shows, the radio shows, the TV shows, you name it. Um, I don't think the Pels are going anywhere, right? I think we saw that on Wednesday Tonight's game's a sellout. The January 6th home game the team announcing is a sellout against the Nets already, and that game has been picked up by ESPN. Um, so, at, look, that's going – it's coming. I'm just telling you. When we turn the calendar, sellouts, games being added to the ESPN TNT schedule, it, it's it's coming. So enjoy the ride. It should be a lot of fun um, from that aspect of it, I think, right? 
for sure. But Brandon Ingram yesterday on missing 15 games, what has it been like for him? I mean, um, it's pretty tough because um, I want to be on the court, especially with, with our team success that we've been having lately. I want to be a part of it. But um, it's giving me a chance to um, look at the game in a different perspective and uh, try to get back right and um, think about how I want to come back and affect the team in a good way. Um, in terms of where is he at, right? He kind of details it here. I think the trickiest thing, I guess, is um, I feel that I know my body a little bit and, and um, coming in some days and feeling like I'm ready, but I'm not quite ready. So that's probably been the most trickiest part. And one of the other things, too, is as crazy as it sort of sounds, right? He was asked yesterday, hey, when you do come back, how you going to fit into this team? Remember, we kind of had a similar situation here when Zion was out a bit and the team won. <laughs> and we had some callers or I saw some people on social media. Maybe this team is better without Zion. He's still, this season, I saw that. <laughs> and I get it because, again, the team was finding ways to win and was playing well. But he was asked about that. Oh, well, I'm not going to fit in. Um, still going to have to give me the ball. I'm still going to have to do all that. But, um I think I'm just trying to go out and make my teammates better in in ways of playing off the basketball, um, ways of defending the basketball, different strategies, different techniques that we can do to make things easier and simplify things. But um, continue to use my voice and communicate on the floor and use my IQ and um, try to make things easier. That's the biggest thing for me and and, um, continue to try to be the best player I can be. And as far as, again, just feeling right or not? I think the trickiest thing, I guess, is – I feel that I know my body a little bit and, and um, coming in some days and feeling like I'm ready, but I'm not quite ready. So that's probably been the most trickiest part. And I'm playing that again because, look, I, I, I get it. Believe me. You know, 15 games, almost a month here. Um, but it is the bigger picture because you're in first place right now. And you heard CJ talk about it, Zion talk about it just this week about wanting to get Brandon Ingram ready to go and healthy until he's comfortable and being ready to go. And that at the end of the day, this is his goal. Uh, that's the goal. Uh, that's the plan. I want to come back and be effective in a good way. Um, hopefully the margin of wins to get better, um, blowing out teams, and um, just getting more rest for our starters and, and letting some of uh, my bench play. That's my plan to go out there and play my hardest and do the best that I can. And try to uh, make this team a better team. I love that, huh? About that confidence. Margin of victory better. A lot of close games here. Teams still get it. But I, I love when he goes, hey, but if I can, you know, blow out teams. I, I Look, there's a lot of confidence. Honestly. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I want to mess a lot <laughs> with, with what this roster is. But here's Coach Green on Brandon Ingram. We'll play that when we come back. 800-998-1003 on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. As always, appreciate you. Go and check out Dr. Joshua Lett's place, Lincoln Massage and Therapy. My wife went yesterday. I'll tell you about that experience as well. This is Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Health System. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury, or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for...
has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment, individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Health System, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Green is the upper cervical family chiropractic hotline. That line of weather should be moving out here in the next hour, hour and a half here at 2 p.m. You know, I like to play meteorologist graph. You know, in all seriousness, my backyard looks like a lake. How many of us were uh, expecting that kind of weather this morning? I know, I know, I could watch the news. Then I would know. Hey, coming up at the bottom of the hour, Andrew Lopez, ESPN, uh, covers the NBA and your Pelicans. We'll talk to him about tonight's matchup. As tonight, it is the Pelicans taking on the 76ers. That is a 7.30 tip. 7.30 tip. All right? They've been doing that this season, the Pels, uh, on weekend games and Friday games. So, 7.30, which obviously... Uh, it makes it interesting if this game goes on late and because they, they got to get on the plane and, and go take on Memphis tomorrow in a back to back. So I know it's just 30 minutes, but when you think about it, it adds, it just makes it a little later before the team gets in, uh, tomorrow or late tonight in Memphis. Now, Philly is a one point favorite. So we'll talk a little bit about that here as well with Andrew coming up at 1230 at 115, Mr. Corey Glore. Voice of the Tulane Green Wave. You have the bowl game on Monday, men's basketball today, so we'll chat with him about Tulane hoops and Tulane versus USC. That's coming up at noon on Monday. LSU's at noon as well on Monday. One on ABC, one's on ESPN. Marlon Favorite will join us at 2.15 to talk about that. And Ross Jackson, locked on Saints at 2.30. He'll get us the very latest. We should by then know who's out, who's not for the Saints. Um, 
apparently we won't know who's going to be the quarterback for the Eagles, but we'll talk a little bit about that in, in legit real chances or not. Saints, six and a half point underdogs going into this game here as well. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. This was Willie Green yesterday on Brandon Ingram and the team having to be patient. No one needs to be patient and it just being what it is. It's tough on him. You know, without him um, talking a lot about it, just knowing who he is as a person and, and as a player, he wants to be out there with his teammates. Um, so, you know, we, we're, we're hopeful to get him back um, sometime soon, but it's been a slow progress for him and uh, a slow process for him, rather. He'll just continue to work, but it's, it's been tough on him. And he also had a couple of updates on, on two players. Still missing Herb Jones, by the way. Uh, coming back from sickness, so latest on him. Uh, he's, he's getting some shots up. He, he's, you know, we went through practice, but once again, he'll be another guy we, we kind of evaluate is. Another fan favorite of your New Orleans Pelicans fans, Austin Rivers. Remember, he whacked Larry Nance on the top, on the almost like the back of the head there, and um, and left the game on Wednesday. His update: No practice for Larry today. Um, we'll we'll keep working on him and see how he feels tomorrow. It's kind of a running joke, even though it's not funny. In the broadcast studio before games, or even during games, can, can we go one game? What one game? Can we go one game with somebody doesn't doesn't get nicked up, hurt, injured, sick, something? And just just it'd, it'd be nice. It's incredible. Again, it's it's one of the things I keep saying: the fact that you're in first place and you essentially can't go a game without somebody walking off to the locker room or something. Look, I guess it is what it is, right? With sports, everybody. It's going through those injuries, but it just, it does feel like every single game. It's something. Um, and yet you're still in first. It's pretty crazy about it, right? Um, coach green was talked about yesterday or was asked rather after looking back again at Z's night, was it just as remarkable as the night that he did have? I uh, don't know if I can remember, but you know, like you said, it's the it's the beauty of playing in, in a league with such talented guys, and, and now having an opportunity to coach. Sometimes you just you see guys do things that you just don't normally see, and uh, last night was another example of that. Z just took over the game, and uh, I said it in the press conference, but his awareness for time score situation in the moment uh, is huge because something clicks, and he talked about it a bit. How CJ got in his ear and encouraged him. To be great, and to his credit, he just took the game over. Remember C.J. McCollum back on Wednesday saying the game plan was extensive. Give the ball to Z and get the bleep out the way. Coach Green talked about that. No, you guys said it. I mean, 14 in a row or 14 straight points or what have you. So that that's when you do get out the way. Uh, <laughs> just like C.J. said, you know, your whatever rules I have, his talent is taken over, and, and, and rules should not stifle his talent. So. Give him the ball, and let's see what happens. Imagine that, a coach that coaches what he's seeing on the court. <clears throat> like to see that on the field. And I'm referring to something I'll play here in a little bit that just, hi, hi, hi. Uh, it's about P. Carmichael. Um, anyway, the other thing, too, I wanted to play before I forget, it's Coach Green, again, the long-term picture with Brandon Ingram and understanding that. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's the big picture for us is that we're building – uh, towards, you know, being a, a competitive team now during the regular season, but also postseason, we want to get them back healthy. That's the main deal for us: is get back healthy, 
we don't want a, a ton of setbacks. And um, so, you know, he's he's progressing. And I think they're going to be even more careful, the fact that he suffered a setback on his way back from being injured, right? So they're going to be doubly careful about it here as well. And you've heard him. I mean, we played in that first segment. You can hear him saying, so he's 100%. He's not going to, he's not going to go out there and, and do it because – he has the postseason in mind. Yeah, I think that's the most positive thing that I take out of this, um, that it's only December, um, about to be January, and the playoffs is in um, April and May. So uh, I think um, if I look at it that way, I, I have way more smiles on my face and I can I can continue to progress and be my best self when I get back. It's an unfortunate thing, but this has almost kind of sort of been a Zion situation from a year ago in terms that you have a player that just – it hasn't been able to get back on the court because of injury a couple times this season here as well. And I say it's similar in that he was asked how tough this is, not just not playing, but from the mental standpoint. And, and I bring that up because Zion brought it up in that May 1st press conference. You remember the postseason um, availability in, in which he said he struggled. He said it this year in, in the in um, you know, the, tra- the pre-training camp availability that he was he was not in a good place that you know several times this year after games he's brought up the fact that he was asked by you know coach spoon and you know you're right and he goes no i'm not so you, you always wonder about that effect especially with guys that like brandon says all i do is think about hoops and i can't hoop so it kind of it affects him and he was asked about that yesterday. Uh, well, sounds like this. I like to go by be by myself a little bit, but you know, I have people around that just put different pieces in my ear. Uh, my trainers, uh, everybody around here, my teammates, my mom, my dad. Uh, they've been uh, they've been good with just just talking to me um, every single day or every other day. Um, sometimes I blow them off and I don't really want to talk to them, but uh, at the end of the day, it's all like, like good information for. Me. As for what he misses. And just having fun. You know, um, basketball is something that I do pretty much all day. I watch all day. So um, to take that away is just trying to figure out something else to do. And um, really having fun this year playing with these guys. So um, just being away from that uh, toughest thing. A couple other things that Coach Green was asked about yesterday here as well. And, again, it, it was kind of remarkable. That last play, if you remember, Dyson Daniels was on Anthony Edwards. And coach said, look, I he, he's good. Like, the defense on that play and a play or two before was excellent. Incredible. Uh, he, he made a couple key plays down the stretch for us. The offensive rebound was huge. He got to ZZ, he got to the foul line. And then catching Anthony Edwards' drive and contesting the shot at the end, just two big plays, so extremely proud of him. How about the fact that he never second-guessed it either. He was asked, did you kind of think about maybe I don't put him on him again? No no Nance, though, no Herb Jones. I think it just made sense that you would go with him, right? Not really. Um, you know, you just try to put your guys on the floor who you feel give you the best chance to win, and, and he's one of them in those situations, especially not having Herb. Uh, so, once again, he, he had a huge stop down the stretch of the game and uh, helped us win. So big time. All right, so there you have it. Don't forget, folks, the NBA DraftKings Sportsbook, the go-to app. You know what it is, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So this holiday season, they want to hook you up a little bit, right? 
DraftKings Sportsbook app giving Louisiana NBA fans that special gift. For a limited time, you can get the no-sweat bet on every New Orleans Pelicans game this December. There's only two left. It's today and tomorrow. So check this out. Everyone can earn a no-sweat bet with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You go over there, open the app, then opt in under the Promos tab. Look for it on your screen, tap it, and then opt in. Then you place an eligible bet on your choice on a New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans game. Tonight's the Sixers. Philly's up by one. And how you feel about it. If you feel the Pels are going to win and continue this home you know, winning streak, go ahead and click Pels. I, I like it. I mean, why not? But if you do, go ahead and do that. Now, if you don't win, you get your money back in a free bet. Get it? No sweat. The no sweat bet. It's that simple. So go ahead and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can sign up, use that promo code LaRose, get that no-sweat bet on every New Orleans Pelicans game this December. There's two left tonight and tomorrow at Memphis. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in today, receive that limited-time offer, and it's only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Don't forget, got to be 21 or over, physically present in Louisiana, select parishes only, Max reward limits apply. One free bet issued based on amount of initial losing bets. The eligibility restrictions apply. Got to see the terms and sportsbook and uh, in the conditions. Go to sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. The licensing partner is Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll be back with Andrew Lopez from ESPN when we come back on the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. The deputies of the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office remind you to designate a driver if you plan to drink this holiday season. By driving impaired, you endanger others as well as yourself. Designate a driver anytime you plan to drink. Have a safe and happy holiday season. From the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-687-5192. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. Water safety tips from Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. Four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. 
Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. What would you say you do here? Sports. sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengall. Not going to lie to you, Andrew, I could probably listen to those highlights again, and I can't wait to play him in pregame today. Underscore Andrew, underscore Lopez, the way to follow Mr. Andrew Lopez, covers the NBA and the Pelicans for ESPN. Dude, what, I mean, I still, right? I mean, Wednesday was different. It was special, man. It, it really was, and um, listening to it, uh, now I wasn't there. I, I was I was on the on the injury report with, with a non-COVID illness. Uh, on Wednesday night. However, just listening to the game, if you would have just played sound from that and told me it was a December midweek game against a team that's in the bottom five of the Western Conference right, right. now, I don't, I don't know if I would have believed you. <laughs> um. They have been. It's 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 been fun to watch these games. Um, this, there's been very few games this year, if any, where you kind of like, oh man, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Will Guillory, Christian Clark, and I, we have a thing when we how do we, how we kind of judge quickly. Is this going to be a packed house or not? Because obviously, tip off. You know, it's New Orleans. Yeah. We're not exactly on time <laughs> for a lot of things. Yeah. Although tonight's a seven thirty tip, so maybe yeah. maybe might be will. better. Joe and I, uh, ironically, what you're getting at here, always talk about that. Joe Cardosi, the producer in the studio with us, and we're, we're it's like first quarter act. You know, there's six minutes left, and there's just people still streaming in. I'm like, like people, the game started at seven. Hey, don't <laughs> we'll blame New Orleans traffic on that. Yeah, that's true. But, if you look at the top of the arena, this is this is our judge for it. If people are sitting in the top row of the upper deck, you know it's going to be a packed house. And I've seen way more of those games this year than I did in my first four years covering this team. So it is a storyline, isn't it, Andrew, that this week is completely sold out, that the Nets game on January 6th already a sellout as well. The fact that ESPN picked that game up. Uh, I kind of Great said network. it in the Fantastic opening. Network. Yeah, <laughs> I said it in the opening um, <laughs> segment. Expect that. Expect that as we turn the calendar. Right, we're going to see more games being picked up, and we're going to see more announcements about a team that these games already sold out. Josh Roulette from um, Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, sponsors of our hotline and guest line. He's a season ticket holder, package holder. His ticket rep said the lower bowl. This was last on Tuesday when I was at his place yep. uh, earlier this week. Lower bowl sold out. Rest of the season. Yep. Already. It is. And I think here's, here's the thing that's more, that kind of stands out to me. You just sold out Minnesota on a Wednesday night when it was freezing. Mm-hmm. You sold out, like, I, I'm not, okay, you should sell out Philly. You should sell out the Brooklyn Nets. You're close to a sellout against the Houston Rockets on a 
Wednesday. Like, that's the one that I'm like, okay. You start selling those out, I'm listening. All right? And you mentioned the flexes. The NBA, when they made the schedule this year, they've been kind of burned a little bit by the Pels in the last three years mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, featuring Mr. Williams. Obviously, they were front-loaded his rookie season. Doesn't get a lot because, he, you know, he obviously tears the meniscus. Um, second year, they were just kind of floating around. Obviously, he got the Christmas Day game, two Christmas Day games so far. And then, obviously, last year, you lose some of your games because you're not, you know, he doesn't play at all. Mm-hmm. The way they scheduled it this year, they kind of front-loaded some of the schedule, and then they back-loaded some of the schedule. So the front-loaded part was like, all right, let's get Z in here early, and if something happens to this team, okay, great, we got we got him early. TNT, ESPN, first two, you know, two of the first five games of the season. Right. Uh, TNT, you know, early on, a couple of NBA TVs. Between, before yesterday, when they upped that game, your national TV games, you were going from November 15th against Memphis to January 31st against Denver without a national TV game. And that was kind of your way of if you're building a schedule of like, all right, look, we'll, we'll see what happens. And then the back end of the schedule is just loaded. February, March, April. Because then you can flex out of those games if something happens. Uh, to your point, I think we're going to see some more flex in than, than we've seen before with this team. Um, things are going in the right direction. Things are, uh, things are happening. <laughs> right here with uh, yeah. with your New Orleans Pelicans, and um, you know, let's let's be honest. The first Brooklyn Pelicans game probably should have been on national TV on opening night. Right. So the fact that they got this one right, you know, well, we'll, we'll uh, props props to my bosses. I'll, I'll say that, <laughs> dude. Buckle up, man. February, March. You had me looking at the schedule too. I mean, when you talk about those national games, you got Atlanta, TNT, Cleveland, ESPN. I mean the. Cavs were a storyline this year. The game before the All-Star break that Wednesday at L.A. LaBubu, that's on ESPN. And then you come back in March, man, at Portland ESPN, Sacramento NBA TV. They're a story, right? Dallas on ESPN, yep. Mr. 60-point Luka here at the arena on, on Wednesday, March 8th. I mean, dude, buckle up. I mean, it's going to be fun. Look, what are the reasons the excitement and the storylines and the sell-offs, though, Andrew? It is what you're seeing with this team and a lot of it is the storylines are well they haven't been healthy but maybe the storyline should be it's just a good team because you look around the league not everybody is going to be healthy 11 different starting fives by the Pels Boston who I consider the best team in the league nine only two different on two you know two other games so maybe that is the thing now right I mean Golden State's missed um, Steph Curry for a bit Booker's going to be out for a month for the Suns I think the story this year in the NBA, if you want to win, you, you better be able to win without your guys for an extended period of time, right? Yeah, you have to have depth. And we're, we, we've, we've seen it in New Orleans with what happened with Brandon Ingram out. Obviously, Zion's missed some time. I think they're 5-2 and two without Z. Um, they're continuing to get better without Brandon. And that's kind of been the thing with this team the last few years is when those guys have missed games, you have not been very good. And, and now you are. And, and things are starting to kind of turn around a little bit. And all of a sudden, you're you're very good without them. And that speaks to the depth of this team. When this team is back healthy and you're only playing 10 guys 
I mean, there's going to be some guys who sit, right? And let's say Tyra, GT, and Billy, that's 13, 14, 15. And, and two of those guys you probably feel really good with playing right now. That still leaves one or two of Jackson, Devontae, Najee. Like, somebody's not getting minutes unless you're playing 11 or 12 guys, which I don't think you will. Um, and that kind of speaks to the depth, I think, of this team. Right. That you're in a position where those types of guys aren't going to be getting minutes. And everybody I mentioned has played some sort of a big role so far this season. Obviously, the knife, Najee, yeah. has been incredible uh, with, with, with Brandon out. Um you know, Devontae, is, he's your guy who you want in on, on last-minute set uh, as one of your best three-point shooters, one of your best shot-makers, period. So he's going to get some time in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then Jackson's played well these last two or three games where he's been able to kind of just define a role and not, okay, I'm not just getting garbage minutes. I'm, I'm getting real minutes again. You know, some of those guys aren't going to be getting minutes. And I think it, it, it speaks to... Look, no team, this is, this is 22-23, no team in the NBA is going to just, just completely uh, go through a season with one starting lineup, everybody's healthy for 82 games. It, it, it ain't happening. You need depth, and that's, uh, you know, whether it's a load management or whether it's just guys who uh, are, are dealing with various injuries. Right. You need depth, and you need to be able to go 13, 14 deep, and that's what this team can do. Got about three minutes here, uh, four minutes here, Andrew, and I, w- I want to ask you two questions in it. And and one, it, it's sort of about what you're, ta- you're talking about with the depth and all that. And I warn again our listeners, I wouldn't say warn, I'm just saying it, it's coming, right? In January especially, and I've already started seeing it. Hey, who should the Pels trade for? Should the Pels trade for? Should they add somebody? Are they going all in? Do they got all this other stuff? I'm like, I'm on the camp of, I don't even know what I have yet because I haven't seen my guys right. and they're in first 100%. place. So I'm in, I'm in the, I'm good camp right now. What do you think, Andrew? Would like, you have an understanding of perhaps what the mindset of this organization <laughs> sort of is, right? I mean, if last year they didn't trade Billy Hernan Gomez because they were worried about the locker room, I, I just have a hard time buying in that they're going to just really restructure or reshape this locker room when I, Quite honestly, I think they could. If Brandon comes in, Trey's your first guy off the bench that can score. I, I, I don't know. I, how, how should I view this next coming month when all the rumors and all the chatter is going to happen? Yeah. So I, I think the the big thing is you can see maybe um, we've seen how JV has closed games a little bit now, and obviously there's some teams that maybe JV can't close against. You go to Larry there. Um, you have we talked about tradable contracts a lot. You know, Jackson's going to expire. Well, he'll be a restricted free agent. Devontae's number is a good number. GT's number is a good number if you really wanted to make a push. However, your starting lineup has played 10 games this year. Right. You finished nine of those games with that starting lineup because pretty sure one of those was the Utah game where Z and B.I. got hurt. You don't really know what you have. And let's just be honest. Big fella's playing at a whole new level than what he was when Brandon was playing. So, 
you need to kind of see what you have and where you need to kind of, if you need to do to, to make any moves. Because you're not in a spot where, like right now, you are to today, December 30th, you were tied for first place in the Western Conference, and Brandon Ingram has played 15 games. Maybe, let's just wait and see where things are here yeah. in the next month. Uh, you'll have probably about a month or so, maybe five weeks, six weeks, between Brandon coming back and the trade deadline. You, you hope everybody is good there, and then you <laughs> right. kind of move forward and see what you got. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, it's, just, it's still too early for me to kind of feel that way. And, and quite honestly, it kind of reminds me, I keep using it as, I wouldn't even say the analogy, but Andrew, of Phoenix two seasons ago, right? You, you had that bubble kind of thing where they played really well. That led in momentum-wise. And then when I heard Zion talk about that on Wednesday about you know the crib and then the second half of that bite is the fact that it, they didn't settle for what they did last year and that their momentum kind of carried over into this season kind of seems like that. And Phoenix did finish right top of, of the standings there and go to the finals and stuff. But I, I don't know. I just, let's just see where this kind of ride sort of goes tonight though. Philly, they're a pretty good team. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, you just said it. So what do the fans need to know about uh, the 76ers tonight and how, how do the Pels match up against them? Well, we got Joel Embiid who, you know, while while we talk about, you know, 60-20-10 from Luca last week, the previous best line of the year probably came from Joel Embiid, uh, who just had an insane game earlier in the year against the Utah Jazz. Uh, he's obviously going to be a guy who can go for 40-50 any night. You still have James Harden. And oh, by the way, they're probably getting Tyrese Maxey back tonight, um, who hasn't played about a month and a half. So... Philly is one of those teams who, now that they're getting back healthy, can kind of submit them. They're probably, I still think, a tier below Boston, Milwaukee. But that's the tier that you're in if you're in the world. This is a, a, a great challenge, a great big man. Uh, probably no Larry Nance tonight. So this is going to be one there where I think it, it's really going to challenge you. you got to protect against Embiid. We talked to Devontae pregame, or a shoot around this morning, and Devontae kind of said, look, it's one of those you can't you can't have both of those guys going for a fifty ball. You got to kind of make other guys beat you. Uh, the problem is other guys beating you means like guys like Tyrese Maxey, who are also pretty good. Tobias Harris. So right. we'll see what it comes to tonight. But Harden and Embiid is always a, a heck of a duo. Should be fun, Mister Andrew Lopez underscore Andrew underscore Lopez over on Twitter. Hope you feel better, sir, and uh, I'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> As I try to go an entire segment without coughing, same thing here. Um, when we come back, <laughs> the professor will join us. Jack, I see you online. I'll be coming to you right out of break as well. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Hi, this is Tessie with Southland Dodge. We are all so thankful for your continued support of our dealership. And we would like to wish everyone a safe and happy holiday season and also a great new year from all of us at Southland Dodge in Homa, Louisiana. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. 
great jobs, great people. That's Danos. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. I welcome back 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Compractic Hotline. Mrs. K, uh, one of my Christmas presents, Jack, was a massage over at Lakeview Massage Therapy. And she had an accident a while back. Not well, This is before me. Her head went through the windshield, dude. She, so she has some issues with the neck and the back and all that. And she hadn't been able to get a massage because she can't lay down. Because, like, her neck and shoulder kind of tighten up her stiff. And she's like, that didn't happen yesterday. She will never get a massage from anywhere else. And she was super happy. So, Jack, I did well. I did well by by getting her uh, a massage <laughs> over there, man. So that makes me happy. Last night went great because she was happy. So how are you today, bud? All right. Happy New Year, Gus. Happy New Year to you as well. Um. I, I'm not going to rehash what y'all just said because I agree with all of what you said. You know, it, it's hard to say what the Pelicans need because they haven't all been together. Mm-hmm. The only thing I will say is that, um, especially the guys on the end of the bench, if, if they're not in a future plans, and, and plus the fact that they're not getting minutes, I'd like to see wh- whoever that is, whoever they decide that is, move them on so they can get playing time in that, and so we can get some compensation for them. That's, I agree. That's the only thing I'd like to say. No, no, I agree with you. Um, and look, you know, it's kind of one of those things, you know, in particular, like let's say like Jackson Hayes or Devontae Graham or the two people that really come, kind of come to mind here as well where they'll have a nice night or two. And, you know, you are starting to see Jackson kind of do those things that you you were hoping you'd see for him to develop. But, you know, as you said, if he gets a new deal, wants a new deal, then um, what what is that deal? What like To your point, what is the plans? Um and how does it go? So, look, I mean, I think it's a kind of a win-win situation, right? If he plays well, it's something that the team can sort of use to parlay. Or if he plays well, you're like, all right, well, we see the future plans moving there. So I think it's a win-win. Right. So, yeah, I'm just enjoying watching the team. I mean, the, the point Zion is just amazing. I mean, look, the, the obvious physical gifts, are impressive to watch, mm-hmm. but then when you throw in the fact that he sees the whole court, he's will he's a willing passer. The, yeah. the guys are. There was a play the other night where it seemed that uh, um, he was completely surrounded, and he found Trey in the corner for a three. I mean, it, it's just amazing how he sees the floor. He has some pretty good basketball IQ, man, um, and, and I think a lot of it too. It, it was it was something that I brought up yesterday, and it was part of the bite that. I think stood out. Let's see if I can find it here. It's it's Willie Green at, at halftime and what he told him. It's just the very beginning of the bite. Listen. We didn't say much. We watched some film, uh, a few clips, and just talked about, you know, the, the, right now the game is a little funky in terms of uh, our, our rhythm and moving the ball. Uh, we, we just need to be a bit forceful, um, get into our sets, have better execution. You know, I don't know if that's what sparked him or not, but – like I said, he under, he understands the moment. And, 
kind of that's kind of to what you're saying there, Jack. I think the other thing that was um, interesting to me is that you heard him say, uh, you know, specifically that that you know they're watching film and stuff. And look, and I know everyone does that. The abilities there that you can now just pull up an iPad or whatever it is that they use, dude, and and see clips um, of what they're doing. But I love that, you know. And I mean, I, I talked about it in a post game after that game. That when I hear that, if I'm a fan, if I'm somebody that follows this team, I at least like knowing these guys have a clue, right? I at least like knowing that there is um, good coaching, an understanding. Hey, look, because I think for somebody like him, showing him, hey, this is what they're doing. This is what they're trying to do right there at halftime. You can make those adjustments and do that, man. I I just love it because it seems like they got their stuff together, if you know what I mean. It, it Gus, the only other thing I had was I'm going to make my final Sean Payton uh, call. I'm not going okay. to – I'll just wait and see what happens, okay? <laughs> but, but you know, the national and local media is taking swings at where they think this is going to end up. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of things that nobody knows. So, so you really – like, for instance, okay, I imagine most of the teams that need a coach, they, they would like Sean Payton. Sure. But how many of them are willing to give up, uh, especially high draft choices for yeah. you, you don't know that. Did, did you hear what Roman Harper had to I'll say? You... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I just saw this. He said this this morning, and I want to play that for you. Let's see if I can find it. I just had it. Uh, give me two seconds. There it is. Okay. So this was Roman Harper specifically talking about um, Tom Brady and Sean to New Orleans. I mean, it is rumors, too, that I don't know how honest it is. Uh, you know, Tom's older. It, it's a lot. That is a lot of moving pieces. And, you know, bringing in Dennis Allen, does, does Sean all of a sudden come right back? So then what do you do with D.A. and his staff? So there you go. I mean, it was quick, but. And Gus, <laughs> go ahead. that part of it, him coming back here, to me, look, anything's possible. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. Right. I think I told you this before. I believe that he knew five years before Breeze retired, what was going to happen when he did that? He kind of mortgaged the future of the team because he was trying to get that second Super Bowl. Right. And and then and then on, on, look, everybody likes Olave, but giving up those picks to kind of screw up the dear future of the team. Look, look, man, you've seen the guy who plays for um who plays for Green Bay, uh, nine. You know the wide receiver. Yeah. He's pretty talented. Uh, Christian Christian uh, Watkins, I think his name is. Look. He may be a faster version of Debo saying, though. They got him in the second round. The Saints didn't need to trade up to get a wide receiver, but they did it. And once again, I like Olave. But anyway, my point is, they made the situation worse. I don't think I don't think he comes back here. But but I tell you what, I'll take I'll take a swing at what what I think would make sense. And okay. once again, I don't know if any of the parties, I don't know I don't know if any of the parties or would like this. But I think Indy would be an interesting place for him to go because. Mm. That team was that team was favored to to win that division before the season started. They have a good defense. They have the best young back in football. Now that he'd have to probably talk Jimmy G or uh, or maybe a, a car to come to uh, Indianapolis. Also, I don't know if his wife. I don't know if that's a big enough spot for his wife. You know, you right. hear things. You know, she wants a big city. So, and and for the Saints part of it, currently Indianapolis has the fifth pick in the draft. That's a very interesting point. Yeah, yeah. Look, and look, and the thing with Indy too <laughs> is you, you got to you look at that division, and then also, you know, 
the quarterback thing is a thing, but you bring up, look, you're going to have a high draft pick. You'll probably be able to get somebody in the meantime to go there. I, I, I still think Brady's going wherever he's going. I just, I mean, look, he was going to come here if Drew retired. That's one instance. They met behind, you know, people's backs to plan them going to Miami. That's a second instance. And now you're getting all of that rumor talk again. You know Tom's not going back to Tampa. It just makes sense that they go for a year, you know, wherever it is that, that they go, um, because he'll be a free agent, Tom Brady. Um, so I, I would, I'd be shocked if wherever he goes that first year, Tom's not the quarterback if it isn't, you know, a team like the Chargers. I mean, if it's the Chargers, I still think that's the ultimate destination. That's the preferred destination. You have your, you know, quarterback that, I mean, could, you know, could be pushing for an MVP one day, you know, and that can play hard. So if he can't get into that, then I do think that they try to maybe play together. I don't know. That's just my guess. And Gus, just one last thing. I guess the people get putting out the Brady rumors they haven't watched him play this year. Look, yeah. Tampa Bay's offensive line is horrible. It's horrible. But I mean, they had five holding penalties against the Saints, and honestly, I thought the guy was trying to date Davenport that night because he kept grabbing him. He's got hugging him. He could have called it. He called it all night. He's the worst offensive tackle I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. The offensive line is horrible. But but but, but also. Brady had chances, but not just against the Saints, but all, all season long, because I've seen quite a few of their games. Yeah. And he's just, I mean, it's He's not as accurate downfield as he was. Oh, you're right. No, I mean, um, Leo Haggerty, you know, joins us occasionally on Friday. I don't know if he is today. He's not feeling too well, but he, um, I mean, he, he texted me during the game. I was like, he looks awful. He looks terrible. Like, he just doesn't look as sharp as he has in the past, you know, and, and, you know, again, I know I reference him uh, several times, man, but Colin Coward's been saying it. He's like, he's he's just no longer the guy that can elevate others. It was sort of like Breeze in the final years, right? He's still good. He can still be accurate enough. He can still win you games. But he can't elevate you to another level. Like when Drew was, when he was in his prime, if you remember, Jack, he took average offensive linemen, made them better. He took regular receivers, made them better. You know, I mean, elevate those players by your play. He just isn't there anymore. I mean, it makes sense. At some point, Father Time's got to catch up, right? Absolutely. It's undefeated, as they say. <laughs> it Look, is. Guys, thanks for taking my call. You and the family have a happy new year. You too, Thank man. You. Have a happy new year as well. It's the Sports Hangover, 800-998-1003. When we come back, we'll take your phone calls as well. We'll be joined by the professor. We can talk a little question of the day. Coming up in Hour 2, Corey Glor will join us at one fifteen. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain.